morning, everyone, and welcome to a brand new show here at 1180 WFYL called Women to Watch. My name is Susan Rocco, and each week I'll be sitting down to chat with some amazing business owners, CEOs, founders, and entrepreneurs, all of which are women. I'm thrilled to be here, and I want to give a quick shout out to my dear friends and sponsors of the show, Dr. Lisa Evans, owner of Skipback Animal Hospital in Skipback. Eileen McGinnis, founder of ABC Fulfillment and Ambler, and Michael Salomon, CEO of Skinny Water. I'm so excited to introduce my very first guest today, someone who's making a big difference in the city of Philadelphia, and her name is Sharon Pinkinson. She's the executive director of the Greater Philadelphia Film Office. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sue. How are you? And congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so appreciative of your being my first guest today. I'm thrilled. Well, and I'm delighted as well. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. Um, you know, before we get into the interview today, I had a quick question for you about the Made in America concert that took place this weekend. Um, because my son went down with a group of his friends, and I was a little bit worried about the safety issue so of course I was checking in on updates all day long and I read a little um, story about Ron Howard filming a documentary and I was wondering if you and your office had anything to do with that. Well we did we you know we have something to do with everything that's a moving picture that goes on in southeastern Pennsylvania so anything in the five counties that um, we can help facilitate we absolutely do so we did um, help his production team with locations and permits and getting the b-roll that they needed for the show so yeah we're looking forward to seeing it and and what a great success made in America was oh it was great it was great um, my son went, and uh, he was actually able to get up to the very front of the stage, which made him very happy. I'm sure. Yeah. So um, the first thing I really would like to do before we start talking about the film office and, and the business day-to-day is find out a little bit more about you and where I know that you grew up in Philadelphia, and I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about your growing up years and, and your family. Well, um, I'm happy to tell you whatever. I'm not very interesting. I have a very normal childhood. My, my, um, both my parents worked. I'm an only child. I grew up, um, I spent the years from 5 to 15 in Levittown, Pennsylvania. Um, so I was in Bucks County. I went to, you know, regular elementary school and middle school and, and one year at Neshaminy High School before um, the three of us, my, my parents and I packed up and moved to Center City, and I've been living in Center City ever since. Okay. Um, I spent 11th and 12th grade at Girls High, and, um, and four and a half years, I guess it was, at, uh, at Temple University, um, right. and uh, where I got a, um, an associate degree and a bachelor's degree, um, and married at 18 the first time. So, wow. Wow. Um, so it's been, you know, it's, it's, uh, quite a journey. A kind of a, kind of a, a normal American story, I think. Right. Normal Philadelphia story. Um, I mean, you can't get more Philadelphia than, than girls high in Temple University. <laughs> right. Right. How, what was it like being at an all girls school? My, my daughter graduated from Mount St. Joe last year. So I know what the all girls schools are, are like. Uh, well, you know, I came into that environment in 11th grade, which is a very tough time to be changing schools and probably a pretty common time to be for to be changing schools. Right. And I came into uh, um, into this culture of an all-girls school, which was very, very different than what I had experienced growing up in Levittown. Um, and I, I made friends right away. Um, but I never really, you know, I I never really felt a hundred percent a girls high girl. Uh, although I'm sure the girls high girls that are listening are very <laughs> upset that I would say that. I just, you know, I was because at the same time I was learning to to be, um, you know, a, a young woman in Center City. So it was like this big cultural change right. um, that happened, and and it was also a very big change in in the world in in those years too everything was changing at the same time and and i felt very much um uh, a part of all the the changes that were going on in the culture at the same time so right. it was 
and wanted was, to get involved. I think I you know, did. You did. I, I did. I was a flower child, you know, hippie, I, I must confess, um, and something that I'm not uh, at all ashamed of and extremely proud of. So well, I think, you know, it's brave. I think that's brave at that young of an age to be wanting to get out and make a difference when a, when a lot of your peers were probably just trying to figure out where the next party was. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we pl- we partied plenty, but it was it was um, yeah, it was a very very exciting time to grow up, and something that um, that I will always cherish. That's great. Um, something else I read about you, um, Sharon, is that you were a hygienist at one time, and my husband happens to be a dentist in uh, the Lansdale area. So I was curious to see how you started into that field, and and then how you got out of it, I guess, and, and into the costume design. Uh-huh. Well, I, um, as I said, I married at 18, and I was raised, um, prior to, the, to this whole social revolution, I was raised to, um, to marry a doctor. All I really wanted to do was to become a doctor, and, um, and I married a boy who wanted, um, who, who was raised to be a doctor and was scared to death of of going through that whole process and decided that he wanted to become a dentist it would be a little faster and probably no worries about anybody dying <laughs> <It's there. laughs> so um Hopefully. so i went to i you know i switched gears after my freshman year and went up to temple dental school and became a dental hygienist so i could um i could help him um finish up his dental degree and we could ultimately work together and again that was a that's a story from another era. I don't right. think those things happen too frequently anymore. Right. Um, so I um, I worked as a dental hygienist for eight years, um, both in a in a private periodontal practice um, for an, an absolute sweetheart, a dentist named Manny Tress, and I was the first hygienist he ever had in his office. So it was that was really kind of fun and uh, and I enjoyed it. Was it in the city or is it No, it was in the Elkins Park house. Oh, Elkins Park. Okay. And then um and then when my husband started his practice, um we worked together for a couple of years and at that point I was completely in, engulfed in in finding my own identity in women's lib and I right. went off to start um my own career um apart from dentistry and that was when I opened um, a boutique in Philadelphia called Plage Tahiti. Okay, interesting. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, something that stood out for me, Sharon, when I was uh, reading about the film office was that you took um, $2.3 million in revenue that used to come into the city for film and increased that to $3.5 billion dollars. I think that's incredible, and I'm wondering if if that was purposeful on your part, or was that did that come about after just years of of persistence and and diligence and and kind of knowing what the film industry was looking for? Well, you know, I I, I came to the job um, of running the film office after having spent eight years as a costume designer in the film industry, so it. It wasn't like I came to it not knowing how the film industry worked. I I did, right, and I had it, right. and I had come from business, so I understood both the film industry, the creative and the physical production side, as well as the business side, and um, and I felt like I I knew what we needed um, in Philadelphia in order to grow the industry and to get more jobs. Um, in all in all fairness, I mean, I I came to a um, I came into an organization that had reported, um, you know, just a couple million dollars in economic impact in the year just prior to my arriving. And in the next year, we went from, you know, 2.2 or so million dollars to $22 million. I mean, just to to be fair, it's not like we went in one year. And at at this point, I think now, um, you know, we're we're pretty close to to the $4 billion mark. But that's over a period of 20 years. And most of that growth has come in the, you know, in the last, you know the the real mounting of the billions has come in the um, in the last you know seven or eight years. Okay. So um, okay. uh, so, but it's but it it grew um, very rapidly uh, during my tenure, and I'm very proud of that. And yes, it was it was purposeful. I mean, the idea 
um, you know, as, as I like to say, we're an industry that creates jobs and economic impact and excitement for the city. And sometimes we get really lucky and we also create art. <laughs> so, right. um, so that's, so, you know, much as, much as we'd like to say everything that we do is, is artistic and meaningful. And we certainly, um, you know, in most cases try to do that. Um, you know, that what we, what we're always doing is creating great, careers for people great great jobs right it, it really is so much more than that the as you said the creative side because I think a lot about the self-image that the Philadelphians have and how filming uh, in our city helps people feel better better about Philadelphia you know that's I think exactly I, right yeah that's, I that's just exactly think that right. that's so really, it's really important it, it's really um, you know that that Civic pride um, is something that can't be bought. Um, right. It's you know it, it's critically important to the to the emotional health of a community. Um, I know that when I started at the film office in 1992, um, nobody thought of Philadelphia as a movie town because it wasn't. Right, um, I remember and, that. Yeah, and and now um, I I think pretty universally people aren't sure exactly how that happened, but in over the years, we've become a very active movie town. And, you know, people, I don't think they take it for granted at all, but, you know, I think that, in fact, they are excited about the fact that um, that we're making movies and television series and TV shows and, um, and that, um, you know, that there's movie stars in town. And I, you know, and I think that it's something that makes people excited about their sense of place. It does. It does. And, and I'm, I mean, I feel that way. I, a couple of weeks ago, I remember uh, logging onto Facebook and my daughter and all her friends were talking about the fact that Miley Cyrus was in Bluebell, you know, and that's fun. That, that's exciting stuff. So that's great. Well, it's not, it's not every day that, um, that big, big stars like Liam Hemsworth also managed to bring their big star fiancés along with them. That was a big deal while, in our town. Right, right. They have nothing to do while the, uh, you know, while the fiancé is working, but then right. to <laughs> get noticed by the paparazzi. And, uh, and you know what? That's all good. It's right. all good. The paparazzi and the teenagers of Bluebell who were hiding behind trees trying to get a picture on their iPhone. It's great. It's great. It really it is. is. Can you tell me a little bit about the um, the tiles in Love Park, uh, that idea that you came up with? Oh, sure. Well, I, um, uh, you know, the, the Philadelphia Inquirer was running um, a series um, earlier in the year called One Great Idea, and uh, we invited um, people to come up with one great idea, you know, just come up with one thing that, that we could do that would be really great. And I, you know, I, I, I hadn't, I didn't have to think about it a lot. I really didn't. Um, but then I found out that the city, my office, my office building is, um, is a, is sits, my office sits in a building that's owned by the city and it's directly across the street from Love Park. Right. And, um, and Alan Greenberger, who, um, uh, who is, very important guy, wonderful guy, who um, is a cabinet member of the mayors and was the city planner and became the um, you know one of the most important players um, in the city. He uh, announced that we were going to be redoing Love Park um, and you know, flattening it out and, of course, keeping the love statue and just making it a better park, and it really needed an overhaul. And I thought, that's so great. I'm really excited about that. And I thought, wow, here's an opportunity to maybe do something with Love Park that um, that would that would show how much Philadelphians love the movies. Right. And it's maybe, you know, um, love, love the movies, love Park. And so I, I had an idea that we would, in this um, redesign of the park space, actually do some kind of permanent tiles um, that would name all of the great movies and TV shows that have been made in Philadelphia over the decades, no, over all the years. And also awesome. include tiles of the stars who have worked here 
in all of those shows. And in addition to that, something that I think is critically important that, that, that often when these kinds of tributes, permanent tributes are made, is to also recognize the regular crew people, you know, the, the people who work in the industry, the locals who've worked on these shows for so many years and, and, and really built this industry. And, and don't get the accolades. They don't get the accolades. And why not have tiles for all those people and make it a really wonderful place for people to wander around and see all of these names and when celebrities come to town, be able to take photographs or somehow personalize their tile. Um, and I just think it's it's a great idea. It's great for tourism. It again it extends the civic pride. Right. Um, and it's it's something for us to build on for the future. It's it's great. I, I love it, and I can't wait to go down and see it. I I haven't been. I mean, I came down to your office, and that was kind of a whirlwind. I was in and out of the city, so I didn't have a chance to go take a look. Oh well, we haven't done it yet. It's just one great oh. idea, Sue. Oh, I thought you. I thought it was done. I'm oh, sorry. No, they haven't even begun. They're just starting to um, to plan how the Love Park is going oh. to be reconfigured. Okay. And I can tell you that um, that my idea, I think, has, is getting some traction, and hopefully that will happen. Well, hopefully this will help because I I think it's an incredible idea. It's it's it kind of reminds me of the stars. Um, you know, they're, they're stars in on L.A. on the... Hollywood, yeah, exactly. on Hollywood Boulevard, Walk yes. of the Stars. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, it's it's getting your star on Hollywood Boulevard, but instead, this is really um, getting your love tile in Philadelphia, because Philadelphia loves the movies. Right. Um, you know what I, w- I was interested in also is the... Um, the American Worker Film Project that's taking place right now. I mean, your your office has so many things going on. We could probably talk all day about the different projects. But I'd love for people to know that you have these types of events or projects where they can become involved, um, these contests, anyone interested or working in the in the film industry. Well, I, I think it's, it's really important for people to realize that our website, which, by the way, is film.org, it's very easy, um, is, is both a professional site where, um, where filmmakers can go and get all the information they need for, um, about, um, about shooting in Philadelphia and budgeting a project for Philadelphia and hiring crew and getting equipment and services for filming. But not only that, but it, it's also a wonderful place, a wonderful public portal um, for people to go on and find out what's happening in film. Exactly. Um, I love reading out. your website. Just uh, it, It's really chock full. It, it is. It, it is. It, it's got um, a lot of really fun information on there. It's a, a lot of, there's a wonderful calendar um, of events that's everything is updated instantaneously from our office every single day. Um, there's even opportunities for regular people to see how they can get work as an extra on any given day right. or or auditions or to get jobs in the in the business or to find out about special screenings or to help support local filmmakers or to to get support for your own projects. So right. um, it's completely interactive and, and I think um, I think it's really there's a lot of a lot of fun information on there. I'm assuming you guys do internships? We do. We actually have a wonderful internship program. Um, that is primarily for college students that will um, get college credit for their work at the film office. And they generally last a semester, sometimes multiple semesters. Sometimes we have, um, sometimes we have interns who stay for a good half of the year. Um, and they're very specific internships. There are internships for people who specialize in marketing, and for those who really want to learn um, the, the world of, um, of film production, and they work very closely with our production coordinator, and they do everything from reading and uh, scripts and analyzing them, doing coverage, as we say, um, to helping find locations for projects that are thinking about coming to Philadelphia. So it's working with our digital location library. It's doing research. It's they're really meaty, fun internships, and the marketing people help design all of our marketing. It's it's really great. Oh, that's awesome! I'm I'm going to have to send my daughter down there. She's a film student at SCAD. Are Are you familiar with the Savannah College of Art and Design? Oh yes, I I hear it's a fabulous school. It is. It's it's wonderful, and she's just going into her second year now. So. Um, Oh, I'll have to get her in for an internship then. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's who you know, right? That's right. 
Um, you know, just getting back to the, the whole um, Philadelphia feel and how bringing movies in really changes people's self-image of Philadelphia and how I, I, I say this all the time that I think we kind of get a bad rap and um, all of the good stuff that's going on, you know, like in your office is, you know, gets put down under the news and some of the things that are going on um, in the city. So I think it's so great that exciting stuff like this is going on and it's just, well, number one, bringing more revenue because it's jobs, it's, you know, it's excitement. And um, I wonder if, you know, sometimes I think people don't realize all the good stuff that's going on because of the news. Well, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. So, you know, you're always going to hear about the bad stuff first. But, you know, I think we get some very nice coverage. And people are really interested in celebrities. And so when we have celebrities in town, people are interested in in, um, in covering what we do because, they're you know, that's just the nature of our culture. Right, right. Um, so, uh, but you're right. You know, we're filling hotel rooms and... And we're um, and we're um, you know we're creating a business for local companies, and you know we're we're really um, we're really stimulating the economy locally and throughout the state. So it's great for business. You know, it's 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 great culturally. It's great for our civic pride. It's a plus in every single area. Right. Um, You know what? We are going to take a little break right now uh, for our sponsors, and then we'll be back with Sharon Pinkinston in a moment to finish up. I'm just beginning, the pen's in my hand, ending unthrown, staring at the blank page before you open up the dirty window, let the sun illuminate. From Willow Grove to Westchester, Pottstown, it's News Talk 1180 WFYL. Wagmore Next Door is Skipback Animal Hospital's latest addition to help meet the needs of your pet. We're the only animal hospital in the Skipback and surrounding area now providing a doggy day camp and one-stop shopping for your pet's exercise and fun. Have you ever come home after a long day at work to find that your dog has eaten your favorite pair of underwear or socks, destroyed parts of your home, or shoplifted an entire chicken from the kitchen countertop? Leaving your dog home alone can be dangerous and life-threatening. Wagmore Next Door is fully supervised and operated by trained animal professionals. Here your dog will run and play with other dogs. Obedience training is also available and very popular. Your dog will go home tired, content, and happy. We have many packages to choose from to accommodate your work schedule, vacation schedule, and out-of-town schedule. Please join us for our grand opening on September 15, 2012 from 11 to 3. It's a family day with food, games, and fun for everyone. For information, please call us at 610-584-6300 or you can visit our website, skipbackanimalhospital.com. You can also check out our Facebook page. We can't wait to see you. It started out like a totally normal day. I love you. I mean, I guess I was a little sweaty and I was definitely sore. I thought I had gas. Turns out I was having a heart attack. Heart disease is the number one killer of American women. So now I take care of myself and tell the other women in my life to do the same. Make it your mission to save your life and the lives of the women you love. Find out more from the American Heart Association at GoRedForWomen.org. Is your online store cluttering your house and garage with your product? Does it require you to spend all your free time shipping packages, leaving you no time to work with new customers or develop new marketing initiatives? Now is the time to free up your space and time and let ABC Fulfillment provide you with cost-effective warehousing, order processing, and shipping for your products. Our 20,000 square foot warehouse is conveniently located in Ambler, PA. ABC Fulfillment is a 100% woman-owned and operated business. 
and has helped many small and mid-sized businesses solve their warehousing and order processing problems. We pride ourselves on our attention to detail as well as our excellent customer service. When you call us, you will always speak with someone who can help you solve your problem and not be asked to leave a message. Our personal touch and expertise separates us from the rest. Last year, we shipped over 150,000 packages for our customers, including order processing and shipping for the Jill Steals and Deals segment of the Today Show, saving our customers both time and money. If you would like to spend more time finding new products to sell, reaching new customers, and marketing your products, now is the time to call ABC Fulfillment. Please call 215-628-3154 and ask for Eileen or Lisa to help you get started. News Talk 1180-WFYL, streaming live at 1180-WFYL.com. Can't read my mind, I'm undefined. I'm just beginning, the pen's in my hand. Ending unplanned, staring at the blank page before you open up the dirty window. Let the sun illuminate the words that you could not find Reaching for something in the distance So close you can almost taste it Release your inhibitions Feel the rain on your skin No one else can feel it for you Only you can let it in No one else, no one else can speak the words on your lips Treat yourself in words unspoken Okay, gang, we're back with Sharon Pinkinson of the Greater Philadelphia Film Office, my very first guest on my very first show. I'm thrilled to have her. Um, Sharon, you know, uh, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about was the Tax Credit Association and, and see if you can explain a little bit about to the listeners how that came to be. Sure. Well, um, the um, the film industry was always driven in terms of, of, of in where locations were chosen to make films. We're always driven by, can we stay in Los Angeles? And do we have, um, and if we're going to go any place other than Los Angeles, where the industry was based, or New York, a secondary location really to the industry, then there had to be a very good reason to go elsewhere. And that reason generally was, um, was fueled by the story itself, the content. So if you had to see Philadelphia's City Hall or the Liberty Bell or Independence Hall, you know, you were going to come to, to Philadelphia unless they could find a good replica somewhere else. Right. Or right. build it on a soundstage. Right. Um, so, and then um, as the years went on, decisions were more frequently made to leave Los Angeles. And, but filmmakers would always say, okay, we need to go someplace outside of, of, uh, of Los Angeles or New York. Then let's pick the places that would probably be best suited do our project, and then let's um, you know let's do a budget and and see which is the one that comes in the best. Can we go to the place that's named, or is there someplace else that we can go to that would make a good substitute at a at a reasonable price? Then in the early 90s, the um, the Canadian government recognized that uh, that U.S. investment tax credits were were going away. They weren't going to have them anymore, and so the benefit that Americans were getting from making all kinds of of investments, the tax credits that they were getting were were going to go away, and so the Canadians started offering um, tax credits to American filmmakers who came to Canada and said, "Hey, we're going to give you you know a 22 percent um, tax credit," and then and in a couple of provinces, we'd even give them a 33 percent tax credit if um, American producers came up to Canada to make their films, and the response was instantaneous. Um, filmmakers from all over the U.S. In fact, it, at first it was mostly like movies of the week and television series and then feature films started you know, running across the border and setting up shop 
mostly in Toronto and in Vancouver. And so for shows that might have been in New York, they were running to Toronto, and shows that would have been in L.A., they were going up to Vancouver, and they were investing in infrastructure up there, and they created a huge industry in Canada. And we're the only country in the world that doesn't have a national film commission. Um, You know, there's Canadian and French and British and Australian and New Zealand and Israel and South Africa. Everybody's got a film commission, but but the United States does not, does not have a national film commission. So we were kind of, you know, left with our, you know, empty-handed. We didn't know what to do um, as film commissioners for, for states and cities because there was no national voice. And so it took years, and finally, after the states complaining and complaining, we all started to talk to our individual state legislatures and, um, and were able to create state-by-state state incentives to keep this very American industry um, in America and to bring all that lost production back, because besides Canada, it, it was now every, every country in the world was picking up on the trend and offering incentives to get this very lucrative, very right. exciting business right. to their shores. Right. So, um, so that, was, that was how it began. And in 2004, Pennsylvania got its very first tax credit, um, which was extremely exciting. And, um, and that was, of course, under um, Governor Rendell's administration. And that tax credit program, actually the program's changed um, uh, quite a few times now um, over the years, but it continues to be supported by Governor Corbett's administration, and we're very grateful that it, that that continues because without it, we would absolutely not have an industry here at right. all in Pennsylvania. Right. You you were actually appointed by um, Ed Rendell, weren't you? I How was. I was about? appointed back in in um, 1992. Uh, at the beginning of um, of Mayor Rendell's first term um, as mayor of the city of Philadelphia, so um, so I've spent um, 20 years as film commissioner, and now of the um, almost immediately made it a regional film commission. So we represent Bucks, Chester, Delaware, Montgomery, and Philadelphia counties, and I'm uh, in, in had celebrated my my 20th year this year. And was there a party? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's been a couple of parties. Has there um, been there, a couple of parties? There was a there was a, a, a fabulous party. Uh, we're we're a we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Right. Um, we're a separate a separate nonprofit. So we've been um, very very challenged by the economy, and um, you know even though we're we're creating jobs, um, you know it there's many other um, nonprofits that are competing for very um, hard to find funding these days. Right, right. Um, especially in economic development. So um, so we are, there was a, a wonderful, magnificent party, a fundraiser um, held by M. Night Shyamalan and his wife Bhavna at their uh, beautiful home back in March. Okay. Um, and we had Will Smith there, and, you know, that was a great, it was a great party. And all of the stars of the new television series, Do No Harm. So it, it was a very exciting party. And, um, and well-deserved. Thank you. And then we're actually, we're having a big um, industry-wide party coming up um, in October. We always do a big um, uh, free-to-the-industry party um uh every year and this year the theme is um is about uh um about this this big anniversary so oh, that's great. um exciting oh, great. that's great well and well the, the anniversary party is um is going to be in October and it's going to be at Electric Factory concert so it's really going to be a party this Oh time. that's awesome that's awesome um speaking of um you know, being a nonprofit, I'd love for you to tell the listeners how they can help out if if they want to become involved. I I think there's something about being becoming an executive producer of the film office. That's right. You you know, there's lots of ways to become involved and to be supportive, and you can find them on our website, or you can call the film office. But there is an executive producer program where, where just any minimal donation you know you can you can um, be have your name listed on our website as being um, a supporter but also um, you know as the the increments 
um, get higher, you get invited to all of our great parties and events. So there's lots of ways to get involved, both as individuals, as families, and as, uh, as businesses. Um, in fact, all of the businesses that uh, want to get um, work, get business for their companies from the film industry are listed on our uh, website, and that's how people find them. So, right. if you've that. got a business that you know you've, you've you know you've got some kind of a service, or or you've got um, you've you know you've got a, a product that you want to that you know that the film industry uses, and that's there's almost nothing that we don't use. Right. Right. <laughs> then, um, then the way to get your company listed. Uh, would be to list on our website, and you can list or ad- list for a very minimal price and advertise and get some real um, exposure with the with the, the film industry so that whenever shows are coming to town or planning or looking for stuff, they go on our website and and that's how they find out who's out there. That's awesome. And, and I guess continually receive updates and and um, announcements about all the exciting things that are going on. Sure. And, you know, there are some people who just don't want to start looking on the web. There are still people who don't do that. So you can either go on film.org or you can call the film office at 215-686-2668 just to get yourself on our mailing list. I'm happy to take your call. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about the, um, there's a new movie set in Delaware County, which I was surprised to see that outside of L.A., there's an actual movie set nearby. Uh, you're talking about the studio? The Aston... Um, oh, you're talking about this, the studio. You're talking about Sun Center Studios, yes, which is yes. a big Hollywood-style um, um, facility yeah. with, um, with um, three major sound stages, and um, two of which are purpose-built. looks just like you're on a back lot in, um, in L.A., um, and uh, it accommodated, you know, most recently Night Shyamalan's big film with Will Smith called After Earth, which is uh, now in post-production and will be coming out next June. That's, that is totally cool. Tell, um, what are some of the current projects? What are some of the um, things that are being filmed right now that people would love to know about? Well, we, we, um, we're, in, uh, we're shooting a movie called Paranoia, um, and that was the one where that you heard about uh, Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus hanging around right. on the set. It also has um, Harrison Ford and um, uh, you know lots of really like a, an incredible cast. And it's a corporate espionage movie. And they are actually right now on hiatus. They shot here during the summer. They're on hiatus now, and they will come back in December to finish the movie. So that's one project that um, that we're working on. We're working on a television series um, that is called Do No Harm, and it is about a, um, a uh, neurosurgeon who has a split personality and kind of a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of uh, neurosurgeon. And it's a really exciting series, and that is um, that's we got a full series order. We shot the pilot here last March, and we have the full series order, which is very exciting. It's going to be on NBC uh, at ten o'clock on Sunday nights after after the football season, because uh, during football season, that Sunday nights is football. So <laughs> that's um, right. Yep. So we're gonna we're, we get to to film the entire series, and it gets, starts to air in, in, uh, in January after football season. Okay. That's very, very exciting. And you may have heard about Felicia Rashad being in that. She's, um, she plays um, one of the main, um, the most senior doctor. But there's, um, uh, you know, it's a, got a, a fantastic cast, and we're, we're really excited about this show. We're doing a, 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 a movie that actually starts... Um, Principal photography. It it, ha- it shot in June, and it's it's um, now restarting with the rest of the film. Um, actually, today, and that's called the suspect with um, with a really great cast. And we've got um, another movie that starts next week called Mechanic um, that uh, David Morse 
um, is uh, starring in. And, again, that's another really great cast. So there's just a few things that are going on right now. And we have lots of cable television shows that are shooting here all the time that you may not even realize that are are, are made in, in the Philadelphia region. And video as well? Uh, anything that's a moving picture. Okay. And... How about if if somebody's listening and they wanted to somehow be an extra on one of these movies, you know, how would they go about doing that? Well, again, you go on our website, Mm -hmm. um, which is film.org, F-I-L-M dot O-R-G. And um, and on the website, you can go to the um, the jobs hotline and you'll see that there are jobs for crew and for staff and also for actors. And there's jobs for union actors, and there are also jobs for non-union actors as extras. So anybody can go on and check, just check it out and see if it's anything interests you. And again, like I said before, it gets updated every day. Okay, that sounds great. um, I'm curious to know when when a producer, a director, they decide that they want to come and, and film something in Philadelphia, what exactly are the tasks of your office as opposed to their own producers and and people that you know their entourage that that go on set with them um well we are it's for the production company we're like having a free production company that knows how to get everything done in philadelphia okay so let's say you're shooting in the city of philadelphia um, in order to get city services and in order to work in government-owned buildings and to get parking spaces on the street and get your trash picked up and all the things that you need in terms of city services, all stuff. of that activity goes through the Greater Philadelphia Film Office. So you can't hire a police officer for a film by calling the police department. They're going to say, why are you calling us? Call right. the film office. Okay. So we coordinate all of the day-to-day activity for every production that is shooting in the city of Philadelphia. So, you know, every parking space, every, you know, every any street closures, any working in government-owned buildings, any permits that are required, they all go through our office. Uh, do you have to handle all the complaints of the <laughs> of the residents? Hopefully, hopefully we we try to to handle every single call that we get um, with complete understanding that sometimes what we do is, um, you know, is, is still infringing on the day-to-day activities of our citizens, and they are the most important. And it's very important to us that the crews who are, who are in town are respectful um, of our residents and our neighbors and our businesses. That is what is most important. So we're, um, we're yes, we handle each and every everything that has to do with um, with filming activity. Um, and then in the region, we um, we also handle um, working in all the counties, in all the townships, in all the towns and cities in the in southeastern Pennsylvania. We coordinate with um, each of the county officials and the township officials and the police departments in those areas to make sure that everybody's getting the best service so that um, the film industry has a great time while they're shooting here and talks about, you know, about how great it is to shoot in southeastern Pennsylvania and goes back and tells their friends and helps to create more business here for all of us. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a lot of work. How, how many employees do you have? We're seven people all together full time. Um, which has been reduced somewhat from, um, you know, because of uh, our economic challenges. Right, right. Um, so, you know, we, we, are, we are challenged by those things. So there's a lot to do. And, um, you know, we're, we're also marketing the region to the industry by, um, by working with the tax credit program, right. trying to improve it, um, working with our, our, you know, our many... Um, hundreds of thousands of um, of uh, digital photographs in our library, which is quite incredible, and and sending out links to photographs that were specifically selected um, for shows based on screenplays that are sent to us. So um, there is a lot to do for for everyone. Can you, Sharon? Can you tell me a little bit about the um, the Great Experiment? Philadelphia, the Great Experiment. Yes, Philadelphia, the Great yes. Experiment. Yes, of course, that is um, that is an ongoing documentary series that's being produced by um, Sam and Phil Katz. I'm sure you all 
know Sam Katz, who mm-hmm. was who unsuccessfully ran for mayor a few times. Right. Um, fabulous guy who <laughs> <Yeah>. cares very, <laughs> very times. deeply about the um, about the city of Philadelphia and is doing this amazing documentary series called Philadelphia the Great Experiment and each of the episodes covers a period in Philadelphia's history. Um, so there was the yellow fever episode and you know there's you know there, I think right now the latest episode that um, that Sam and, and Phil are working on is uh, is, a, is a fabulous fabulously exciting period from the 40s to the 50s. 1940s to 1950s, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. And and where can we see that? Well, actually, that is um, has been um, picked up by six ABC. Um, so that series is shown on on six ABC and online. So um, I think you will, um, you know, when the next um, when the next episode is ready, there I think there'll be plenty of news out there. You'll always be able to find information about it on our website at film.org. Okay. I, I would love to see that. Oh, it's it's really, the episodes are great, and there's wonderful short pieces. You know, there's pieces on on um, baseball and, and uh, you know, fire departments. I mean, there's just, like, amazing stories there. I would love to see that. And, and how about, uh, does it talk about the architecture in Philadelphia? It's just about everything. I mean, I, I, you know, I really, um, you know, I will make sure that it's easily, um, easy to find on, on film.org for you. I'm sure it is. Um, but, uh, again, if, if you just Google Philadelphia, the great experiment, you'll be able to go directly to their website. Okay. I'm, I'm wondering if there's been some favorite parts of the city, um, in particular, that some of the um, the filmmakers talked about and how great the city is for shooting on location and being so true to, you know, a certain time period. There's lots of favorite locations. I, I bet. Mean, my, I, and some of them are, you know, are, might be surprising. I mean, City Hall is one of the most remarkable buildings. It is. And um, and that's a, a huge favorite um, by filmmakers. The, the movie Mechanic is going to be shooting there, and of course, the movie Philadelphia shot there, and the movie Twelve Monkeys shot. So many movies um, have shot uh, in various different places, uh, uh, in and and um, and outside of of Philadelphia. And of course, the National Park Service at Independence Mall is you know is a hugely popular location anywhere on the Parkway and Love Park. Um, of course, the Rocky Steps are named the Rocky Steps because of the film industry. Right, right. Um, Gerard College is our double for Washington D.C., and um, which is just an incredible campus with wonderful uh, Greek Revival buildings, and and it just has that fabulous um, Washington look to it. So it's made us very popular for doubling for D.C. And we double for New York City all the time as well. And so we've got, you know, we're a, a real city with real skyscrapers and, and neighborhoods, and we double for um, for New York City all the time. People love the Ben Franklin Bridge. It's, it's right. um, And that's a, a favorite location. And we love Old City because um, in Old City and Society Hill, you're able to duplicate everything from Cincinnati in the 1880s for the movie Beloved with uh, Oprah Winfrey and Danny Glover Mm -hmm. um, to, you know, um, Society Hill where we can double for any colonial period anywhere, but especially our own because we've been so careful about maintaining our historic architecture that um, that other cities have not done such a good job at. So, right. you know, and, you know, there's Pats and Genos. You know, people love to to shoot the, you know, what it looks like, especially at night between the neon of both places. So, right. there, you know, there, there's, you know, I could go on and on. There's uh, uh, there's just such a nice mix of, of modern, like you said, the skyscrapers, and then we have the cobblestone streets. Exactly. And how about down by the, the river? Have have there been any films shot down well, there? Well, we, you know, we we just have um, uh, we're having a premiere coming up very, very, sh- very shortly. We got here um, last summer called Backwards, which is a rowing movie. It's a, it's about um, um, you know it, it's about a, a a team of of teams of rowers and the 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 people. Behind. It's a wonderful fictional story, 
and um, the they shot on the Schuylkill. We've had a couple of um, of rowing movies that there's no better, more more it's, it's gorgeous perf- place yes. to shoot. We're in, in a place where with our beautiful boathouses and Kelly Drive and and, and driving Kelly up Dr- to the museum. Absolutely, and you know even um, our cemeteries are, you know, as you go out <laughs> as you go out the drive. I mean, they're, they don't get prettier than that. They right. really don't. Even Rocky Balboa, um, uh, you know, shot in the uh, up in the cemetery off off of the East River Drive, so or Kelly Drive. So, um, so yes, it's there's you know we could just go on and on. Fairmount Park right. is incredibly right. popular. Right, Philadelphia Rittenhouse Square. Rittenhouse Square, over and over and again, almost every show shoots something in Rittenhouse Square. Right. Sharon, tell me about. I'd love to know what your typical day is when you're when you're done here with us today, and you've been so gracious to come in and and talk for an hour with us. What what's a typical day? Are you going to go walk over to your office? Well, yes, but um, you know, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have about a hundred emails that I have to respond to. <laughs> I have emails. a pre production meeting for a movie um, right after um, our interview is over. So I'm gonna have department heads from um, from each and every city of Philadelphia and quasi city department that could possibly be impacted by the making of this this movie that for which we're having a pre production meeting and uh, the you know the lawyers will be there and the or, you know the city lawyer and the license agreement will be drawn up and everybody will know what their responsibilities are and we'll go over the movie day by day by day yeah. um, and decide where parking is going to be and how many police officers we need and whether any permits are required and um, and so we we actually will detail the movie uh, day by day by day in this meeting um, and so and then I you know I'm going to be very backed up with my emails by that point and <laughs> because I, I've you kept know, you we'll all be, morning <laughs> and we'll be work you know we'll be be resolving issues that have to do with the shows that are shooting right now so who knows what the day will hold who knows well I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go and thank you so much for being my first guest I think we um, shared some really great stuff of Philadelphia and uh we're here to support you in any way that you need. So um, if you could just tell us one more time the contact information. Of course, it's the Greater Philadelphia Film Office. The website is www.film.org. And our phone number is 215-686-2666. I wish you the very best of luck. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Sharon. Have a great day. And you as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was my first show. (laughs) And I'm thrilled to all my family who I said had to listen. (laughs) And anyone else who stumbled by the station. Um, And I hope to be here each and every week to talk with some women, women who are out making a a big difference. And um, I I thank you all for tuning in. See you next week.